Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another exciting edition of Voice Spark Live. I am, as always, your host, Nick, followed by your host, Ben and AJ. And for some reason, we are not live on Periscope. It's given us some weird warning. Hmm. But with that being said, I'm going to keep on trying our Periscope connection. Uh, we are currently live on Twitch, YouTube, and four uh, Facebook groups. So with that being said... Uh, I'll kick it over to Ben. Ben, hey, good news. Good evening, guys. Um, well, it was Amazon Prime Day twice this week, two days. So hopefully, a lot of people picked up some cool stuff, and I'm sure everyone knows about that. But uh, you know, hopefully, it's uh, continuing the uh, voice adoption. So if you haven't, or you maybe picked up some for parents, aunties, uncles. You know, spread, spreading voice, uh, you know, some uh, hopefully some cool stuff. And maybe you can connect with them through uh, an Echo Show or something like that. Um, and a couple of guys at the office were bugging out over the, uh, this is a different topic, some Apple fanboys uh, were bugging oh, out about the, the HomePod. And I'm like, they were like, oh, this is going to be great. And I'm like thinking to myself, and actually I voiced this uh, kind of in a weird funny but rude way um she's gonna read articles to you in stereo i'm sure so uh they, but they were like no no it's so much better i'm like no what's better about it tell me Dude, explain i mean like that's that's, <laughs> that's top level that's that's next level stuff right there so yeah oh yeah yeah <laughs> hey jay do you get any news oh yeah i uh unfortunately uh, in the uk a woman hacked into an ex's alexa device to scare off the guy's new girlfriend and we were we were talking about that it's not really hacking a lot of times when the uh media uses some of their keywords to get clicks what read the article turns out she was using the drop-in feature which is a great feature if you want to connect to a loved one or somebody that you're still in a relationship with but i would say this is not as much hacking as it is similar to the situation of breaking up with an ex and forgetting to change your locks or when you've got you know that extra credit card that you give to somebody and then forgetting to turn it off and then they use it spike spitefully <laughs> yeah but there's more of a relationship issue than a tech, tech yeah and and i just i love how they put these articles out and i imagine some some girl in like uh i don't know like a like you know like one of those magnifying glass uh you know, um, things I like a monocle and she's like, you know, like looking at a circuit board and like, I'm gonna these <laughs> SOBs, you know? And I'm like, no, it does like, that's not happening. Like I couldn't do that. 90% of the people in the country couldn't do that. Yeah. This is just, Hey, these people split up and Bob took the echo show and Susie took the dot and they were both connected. So she decided to play a trick. Yeah. So you're Hashtag saying tag. Fake hacking. Yeah, fake hacking. So it's not like hacking into the mainframe of Joshua and playing global thermal, global thermal nuclear war? No, not like that? No, no. No. Negative mm -hmm. math. She's also, she, she also, the ex also took it a step further and had access to his Facebook account and he's charged with uploading nude pictures of him. Bad, bad, bad <laughs> password management. Exactly. That's really what you know, it's about. It's password management. Yep. We got a little saying in the Coast Guard. You know what that is? It's the user's responsibility. That's all I'm saying about that one. Got real so serious. With that, be, 
it got real serious real quick. So anyhow, with that being said, um, my news is, is that we have a great show for you tonight. We've got Andy, who lives in Vietnam. She's created an entire series of skills to uh, help women. And I think it's going to be great to have her on and interview her. And then later on in the show, we have Bobby Bryant, who is actually from Ask DOS, which is a platform that is geared around real estate. So I'm super excited about that. But one of the things that I wanted to point out before we get into our guest is the talk socket. Ben, can you with your finger? Oh, yeah. Talk socket. Talk socket. I was thinking about this. I like the idea that it's on the back of your phone and it's a pop socket. But what I really like about it is the fact that it is a, it could be uh, put on a keychain. Like imagine. Yeah. That's the the one I like. Yeah. I like that one, I think. So I could see myself like being like one of those like cool dads with like a little uh, lanyard thing attached to my belt and like carrying around that little talk socket. Like I'm cool. Hey, Alexa, turn off the lights. If they uh, got permission from Paramount, they could put a little uh, Starfleet plastic housing on it. You could wear it on your chest for the Star Trek fans. I like that. I think for the next show, I got to find mine. I have one laying around, an official Federation pin. That's so geek. I love it. Um, Well, you can say you can change her name to computer, and that's that's it from Star Trek. I yeah. definitely have that uh, happening in the office. So, <laughs> so, so anyhow, if you can go over and check out TalkSocket, they have a link on there to their um, to their Kickstarter campaign. Uh, if you don't want to do Kickstarter or whatever, keep them in the back of your mind and then go from there. Um, but they are up and coming, and I think the products product is going to be a uh, a good add to the uh, ecosystem. So, with that being said, news is out of the way. Um, shameless promotions are out of the way. Sponsorships. Now we're going to bring on Andy, and uh, like I said, really excited to have this guest on board. Uh, she's around the voice uh, sphere. She does a lot of work in Australia, in the Australian sector. So without further ado, here is Andy. Andy, how's it going? Hi, Nick. Hi, guys. Hey, Hi, Andy. So, um, Andy, one of the reasons why we wanted to have you on is because we're looking for people who have adopted voice and 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 of using voice in order to expand their message, expand their, you know, their mission set, whatnot, and then to, uh, to, you know, to bring people into the into the fold. So you were a perfect fit. Now, the subject material, I got to be completely honest with you. I'm not a, a, a professional uh, on, on any of this. But I think it's awesome that you're doing it. And uh, if you can, go ahead and introduce yourself. Well, thanks so much for being so open and curious and having me on in that respect. Um, But I've been involved with voice since 2018. Um, It's Mm -hmm. been an incredible journey, very long. Um, It started with my voice skill, my single. Um, That's where it all started. But I have to say that my passionate is for where is my period. This is my baby and mm-hmm. this is what I'm so excited um, to talk about today because I created the Alexa Where Is My Period 28 Day Challenge um, mm-hmm. where they get a forecast from Alexa every day for 28 days um, and they see 
see what that forecast or how that forecast manifests in their life at the end of each day. And I was and I ended up sorry, I was able to follow four girls' journeys doing this. Um, it was a personal branding exercise for them. Alexa was their accountability coach, and yeah, I did a documentary following the four four girls' journey as they used Alexa every day. So um, yeah, that's that's what I'm up to at the moment. AJ, what do you think? Well, I think that's fantastic. And I'm curious uh, when your mind made that connection with the voice uh, interaction model, was there something that triggered your, your creative vision to say, I think I will move forward. Um, I will connect with with folks this particular way in voice? Was there an experience that you had or something that you thought was the vision behind that? Yeah, so as I said, it's been a long journey. And even though I had the vision back in 2018, it actually didn't sit well with me um, to put my work out in the world. And it was actually, I then changed from why my single to where is my period, adapted it a little bit only this year. And from then, originally I thought that the that I would just get a forecast once a week, and I thought that's fine. But what ended up happening was I started using the voice skill every day, and I did the challenge every day for three consecutive months, and it changed my life. And I've been doing this type of work for over eight years now. Um, but this um, getting a forecast from my development, from my creation, helped me tap into my body, my intuition, my energy so much more. And I thought if I could do that, then I could share this with girls around the world and they could do this challenge because you need like an accountability and Alexa becomes your accountability coach. And then posting it on social media becomes another accountability. And then me making a documentary following your journey makes you accountable again. So, and also when I was doing the um, challenge myself, it took me back to when I did the Anthony Robbins 30 day challenge many, mm. many years ago. Mm. And I used the audio, I had the audio of Anthony every day, 30 days. And he was so motivational, so enthusiastic, wanted you to come back every day. So mm. I took on um, that experience into my 28 day challenge. And also with, um, making Alexa become a girl's companion. And if you watch my documentary, um, the girls start with, I don't know if I want to do this. And by the end of it, they're going, I'm so glad that I had Alexa to guide me through that 28 days. She was the voice on my side. How does she know all this? Um, you know, she was there for me. She gave me confidence. So, and that originally and it's finally coming true so yeah. that's yeah, amazing that's great that's really great wonderful ben? wonderful wonderful yeah so um uh, thanks andy for coming on uh quick question about you know what's the feedback been like so you have all these users that are out there in the world um and you're you know you're getting d data probably back from from people seeing you know using it on, hopefully on a daily basis obviously as they're going through through this um you know what's the feedback been like and you know what what are some things like maybe some discoveries along the way that you've seen from, from the skill well i can only go with the four girls that i followed during the documentary because they mm -hmm. were doing it every day you know you know for 28 days so i was very close to them and at the end of it i was even asking them questions you know how can i improve 
Quick, are you guys experiencing a little bit of feedback from the volume, or, or are we good? I think we're okay. I don't. There's a little modulation in our voice. Okay. Um, so, Andy, uh, as you could probably see uh, behind me, I'm swimming in a pool of estrogen. So um, even my dogs are female. So uh, or my dog. Uh, we. <laughs> so, you know. Um, I, I would just like to say, and I think you can second this uh, based off of what I watched on your YouTube channel, that behind every great woman, there is a good, at least a decent to good man. And, um, and uh, <laughs> because you're uh, in one of your videos, you mentioned how your husband was sort of like your coach and was pushing you along in this and was like, hey, you got to do it. You got to do it. If, if you think this is worth it then hit the gas. And, and I think it's great. Um, you do have three skills. You have why am I single, which I did a video preview on. You've got, where's my period, which you signed it. You signed, you filled out my form so I could do a skill preview for you, which I think that's going to be pretty interesting because I'm going to be like, Hey, where's my period? And she's going to be like, I don't think you have the right parts for that. Um, <laughs> And then, uh, and then, uh, you have my wedding ceremony and then you have the ultimate game guide. And then I looked on Amazon. You also had like the, like the, almost like the tarot cards and like the thing that looked like uh, a purse. Okay. Right? Yeah. So yeah. I created, um, Soil of the Game. So here's yep. the, you see my bag? bag yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I created a, um, and it's a very intimate card game for all women to play through their cycle energies. Um, nice. And in the, in the game, they go, you know, it's all about um, going on dates and finding their true love because this is a woman's journey of life. Like women want to master the inner world and men want to master the outer world of success and achievement. Women are emotions and relationships. 
So, you know, so this takes them on a journey of understanding their cycle energies and how they're connected to the moon's energies. And they go on dates and they find their true love. And in the game, I've actually incorporated Alexa into the experience. So there's a card where the girls can play, get 10 bonus points if they get a forecast from Alexa. Um, and then at the end of the game, because the wedding is such an emotional experience for girls, I've also got it in there to start my wedding ceremony. And this is also, as part of the gameplay, I created an app. So the app is to help you score throughout the game. And so mm -hmm. the app tells you when you found your true love and then it mm -hmm. tells you what to do next. So the last step, if you found your true love, it says, now say it loud, Alexa, start my wedding ceremony. And then Alexa starts, the wedding march starts, and then in the like, workshops, I've got the props, I've got the veil and the flowers, and I get the girls <laughs> to like, put that on, and they're all standing there. And <laughs> such an emotional thing because I've taken them on this amazing journey of tapping into themselves, going through the relationships, and they end on the wedding, and like, you know, by the end of it, they go, they didn't want to say what they thought about a wedding. And then by the end of it, they're saying, oh, I do want babies. I do want to find a husband. So it, it, it is, role playing is amazing. <laughs> so, yeah, I definitely, I second that. Yeah, so I saw my skill two ways. I saw that it could stand alone with girls throughout the world in their bedrooms just talking to Alexa. I saw, like, it, with the wedding, I saw that little girls, I remember when I was a little girl, wanted to play dress up. I saw them, they could be dressing up and pretending and, and doing that. Or even the cosplay girls, they could even, like, you know, get, get into character and do something with it. But I also created it for my game and for my workshop experience. Yeah. And, and, you know, we had Terry Fisher on a couple weeks ago and we talked with him and this is one of the parts we were like, we're going to get Andy on the show. We're going to hammer this in. This is going to be one of our questions. And actually I'm going to steal this from AJ, but, um, so Terry brought up a good point of people feeling more comfortable to talk to a machine than another human. And my philosophy is, is that especially with me having, you know, two daughters and, you know, if my wife's away and something happens, I'm going to be lost in the dark. It may be and it probably will be a lot more acceptable for them to reach out to their Echo device and be like, hey, what's the deal with this? What's going on here? How is this working? It allows them to ask more um confidential style questions without any judgment. And I think, and, and my hat goes off to you for doing that because this is a touchy subject for, you know, for anybody. And I think that you're bringing it into the, the forefront and saying, Hey, it might be touchy, but it's something that needs to be talked about. So why don't we just make it as, you know, um, as educational. Uh, yeah. But also it goes back to, um, you know, when I decided to use Alexa as a platform, you know, there's a whole bunch of apps on your phone that girls can use that track their cycle. But, you know, I wanted to cut through the noise as well, um, you know, because there's a lot out there. And also that's quite masculine. You're looking at the screen and you're entering your data and that's all it's doing. So what I saw was, have you seen the movie um, Her? With Joaquin? 
yes. Phoenix, yep. Scarlett Johansson. Yep. So that's what I see Alexa becoming the girlfriend, becoming the companion. You know, she she's she's going to. You know, it's just a matter of time. You know, she's going to be that for people, and you can see it where you know nursing homes are bringing in Alexa. Um, you know, to their residents, and they're having um, you know, an increase in their positivity as they talk to yep. Alexa during the day. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so I really see that happening. That was one of the things. Yeah. Before, Andy, what, was, what was your background? That it's, I think of uh, when I was a kid. Uh, I remember uh, we play Foursquare, and I'd be like, "Oh, these rules are boring. Let's uh, give extra lives, uh, and uh, let's make some extra rules, or let's invent our own games." Were you? Did you have a history of being creative? What's your background? No, I am a typical employee mindset from a low-income family with my mom, mom, yeah, working hard, you know, have to get that, you know, just work in the in the grind, in the nine-to-five. Um, yeah, that's me. I'm just, but I met my husband and I had um, a history of living in London, so I was breaking away from the conditioning of my family, of my society, so I lived in London, I lived in Japan, and then I met my husband, who is the truest entrepreneur, visionary, he started a telco in Australia when he was 21, when everyone told him, you cannot go up against Optus and Telstra, what are you doing, get out of your head. (laughs) <laughs> you know, and 16 years later, they sell, you know, to a big Melbourne company. And, um, yeah, so Drew's on helping me um, pave that entrepreneurial path. Um, and, yeah, so that's, that's great. my background. But, um, but it was in me as well. Like, in all, as I started to break away from my family and the society, it was all about what's my purpose. Like, I did jobs in London. I was, like marketing manager or account manager with a freaking car in London, I did nothing, like absolutely nothing in those jobs. I just sat there and I really did not do anything. And so I just always said, what is my purpose? Why am I here? And I finally, after all these years, have found it. So would you like to encourage, I think voice is just such a great platform for people who don't have a technical background, but I really feel that there's a deep calling for each of us to contribute something about our uniqueness, something that we see in the world that could use our influence and, you know, can be intimidating. But it's, you know, just talking to you, uh, it just really feels very inspirational. I wonder if you would like to encourage any viewers that might be watching that may be thinking, Hey, can I follow in Andy's footsteps? Can I also contribute? What would you say to them? Yeah, so well, so just go on what you just said there. Of course you can, but the biggest thing that you have to work out is your why. Why are you doing it? I worked out my why, but I don't have the how. I'm not a developer. I, I do not know how to program, but I knew why. I, I just knew, but I did know how the conversation had to go for my skill. And then I have a team in Sri Lanka that develops my skills. So it's not about how do I do it? How do I build an Alexa skill? Da, 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 da. It's about your why first. Mm-hmm. Why is the most important? And all 
biggest thing that I've learned after these two years, I think, is you have to be using your skill every day. You know, you have to become the user. It has to become part of your lifestyle because, mm-hmm. you know, this journey is so long and I see now it's going to even be longer. And, you know, every day, every month, every year, my skill refines. It gets better mm-hmm. and gets better as I keep focusing on it, keep asking questions. And it's that you've got to be thinking about the long term, not the short term. It's all about the long term. Yeah, yeah. Is there somewhere that we can, uh, where folks can tune in to the uh, documentary that you've made? Yeah, so it's on my YouTube channel. Um, and I'm going to go, I'll there. go there right now. Yeah. And it's right here. It is Flow Love the Game. And it's got a, um, uh, a thing up here. Uh, Alexa, where's my period? And that's the, the thing. And then down here, there's a bunch of movies and all that jazz with uh, with Andy. Now, Andy, real quick. I know you're working on something. Can you give us a sneak peek? What is going on with this skill? Because you're telling me um, it's like I'm going to, you know, like rekindle my childhood. You got me all fired up for it. Like, what's going on? What, are, what do we got cooking? Yeah, it's interesting, like, people's interpretations are going to be of the logo and what it means to you. You know, you said the words rekindle my childhood. Uh, it's not, the childhood is in there, but not rekindle. Not, I don't think that's the right word. But all I can say is I don't want to say too much because it's in the review process at the moment. And who knows when that's going to be approved. Um, but again, Alex is going to be a companion. And it's going to be for everyone this this time around the world who's going through a hardship, going through hard times. Um, but yeah. Alex is going to be there as your companion. Were yeah. you surprised that uh, uh, Alexa could fulfill that role as you were using your own skill every day? Did, did you, were you just pleasantly surprised that she could be a surrogate for a person or something? What was that yeah. experience like? Yeah, because it takes me back when I watched that movie, um, Her, you know, how, you know, Samantha was a real companion or girlfriend, you know, to Joachim, I forget what his name was um, in the movie. And, but I had the vision, but it's only coming, like it's only starting to ground now, you know, only now. Yeah. Yeah. And um, real quick, there is a actual website for this as well uh flowlovethegame.com go ahead and check that out she's also on tiktok and like i said i'm going to bring up the uh the skills here uh where's my periods one of them my wedding ceremony and not to uh not to bring this up but i know you guys had some issues with the logoing um Yeah, it, it, or when will, why am I single? When's that going to be back out on the market, do you think? Well, we've censored the logo um, mm-hmm. and resubmitted because we asked Amazon, you know, was it the content um, that, mm-hmm. was, that you didn't like or, the, or just the logo? And they said it was just the logo. So it's still in the review process because we're adding something another change to the skill and yeah mm-hmm. it's been in there for a long time at the moment um so I'm not sure what's going on there i and would also, say oh yeah. go ahead uh I, we've got changes to be made to where is my period now and because that's my baby and because we're doing another documentary coming up 
we can't risk to change it at the moment. Mm-hmm. So they're going to censor the logo again. Um, so it's been out. You know, one of my singles has been out for like two years with so many changes getting approved. And it's only now that they want to censor it. It is. Uh, let me tell you something. I've built a ton of these skills. And by the way, if you ever need some like external consulting, like, hey, is this is this viable? Just shoot me something on LinkedIn. I'll let you know what my thoughts are. But um, the bottom line is, is that there's a lot of inconsistency. What some people, what Bob might, you know, perceive as inappropriate, Jim won't. And next thing you know, your skill either gets approved or denied. Um, I will say this, though, a little bit. um, One of the things I wanted to do to help you out. And I know we got a lot of people who are from the voice first community that, you know, do a lot of stuff. Um, Whenever you put out your posts, make sure you use the hashtag voice first. And you'll see you'll see a lot of your traffic go off the chain because um, that's sort of like the hashtag for anything um, smart assistant. So if you do voice first. And then, um, and then there you go. Now, Andy, I have one last question for you. This is a hard one. This is like, you know, 60 minutes, Mike Wallace stuff. Have you subscribed to voice spark on YouTube? We ask everyone that. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody gets it. That's the hardest question. Everyone gets it. First. <laughs> Um, I'm not sure. Maybe not. I'll go check. I'll go subscribe right now. <laughs> awesome. Thank, Thank you. Very, you. Thank you very much, Andy. I just want to let you know, I've got a goal of getting to a thousand subscribers by June 1st. And, uh, I, uh, I encourage everybody to go over to YouTube and check out flow. Love the game. Uh, Andy's got a bunch of stuff on there. She's a great personality and she's, She's doing it. She's feel. Uh, she's filling a niche. So, oh, uh, with, with that being one. said, okay, oh, go ahead, AJ. Uh, do you plan on uh, uh, publishing in some other languages? And if so, which ones would you do first? Oh, that's a good question. Hmm. Love to get in the India market. I think mm. they're, they're up and coming with their curiosity um, around these subjects. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but. Um, that's a long way off. I need to get I need to get this skill out to a lot more people before I start thinking about that. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Hopefully it's not. Thought about you know like they've got the game. You know I've thought about you know putting that in a different language, but I would need a, to serve a lot of girls around the world to make. That oh, happen. and where can folks uh, take a look at the game? Amazon. Amazon. Uh, well, no, see. That's you. That's a you know. That's our vision to have the plastic version available for all girls around the world. But this is where it started. A leather bag, you know, it's going to be a plastic bag for Amazon. But this is where it's starting. It's starting as a leather bag. Um, I put on workshops for it, and I created a new job for girls to become flow love workshop facilitators as well, anywhere in the world, as a remote job opportunity. All right. Awesome. Well, we have uh, new uh, new workshops and things like that. Will you send us a message? We'll we'll share them. Yeah, we'll blast it out for you. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. Well, hey, uh, Andy, thanks again for coming on. I greatly appreciate it. Um, and uh, thank you very much. And the show will be out tomorrow. And if you have any questions or anything, let me know, and I'll be sure to tag you in it. Great. 
Thanks, guys. Thank you so much. Have a Thank you. Night. Take it easy. <laughs> Thank you, Andy. Bye. Bye. Man, she's cool. Uh, she was coming to us from, was it Vietnam, you said? Yeah, Da Nang. Very cool. So, very yeah, cool. That, that's very, very cool. So, next, I just thought of a great nickname for Bobby, and I don't even know Bobby yet. I'm going to call him the DOS Boss. The DOS boss, Bobby Bryant. I hope I, I hope I came up with that. I hope I can, uh, you know, uh, like um, trademark that or something. So, okay. Without further ado, we have Bobby Bryant from <coughs> Ask DOS, which is a voice-first real estate platform. Uh, I'm going to bring him on right now. Bobby, how's it going? Hey, fellas, how you doing? Oh, we Bobby, are doing nice phenomenal. Picture. Doing great, Bobby. How are you? Hey, man, I'm doing better than great. So, <laughs> That's great. So one of the reasons why, again, like we were talking with Andy, one of the reasons why we wanted to have you on is because okay. you're kind of taking a way different approach to this whole voice thing. You're saying, and one of the things that I liked, which really turned me on to, to your message, was what you said with Nick Myers on his podcast, where <laughs> you think, you feel, and I kind of agree with you, that every single... Uh, market should have its own voice personality that is that is its uh, that's is its own professional at that you know uh, alexa's good for hey what's the weather play this play this song by fleetwood mac and play this game but when you're buying a home that specialty skill set that's where dos comes in and bobby if you could just explain it to us i'd appreciate it hey man first guys thank you for having me uh and, and having this opportunity to be on the show. So, uh, sure. but yeah, we, uh, you know, the whole idea of DOS actually came back in 2011. Uh, I, I, I was sitting up and being the nerd that I am, I was watching Jeopardy and, and, and I saw IBM Watson playing the two winningest players in, in Jeopardy history. And I was watching this and I was like, wow, get out. And then he won, you know, Watson actually beat the guys. And, 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 and then a few months later, you know, Apple introduced us to Siri. And I think it was at that moment when I really said, wow, what if I could pull my phone out without having to talk to a realtor and I can ask any question about any problem and get accurate, easy, and instant answers? What if I could do that 24-7 with an intelligent assistant that won't have any desire to lie to me but to give me factual data uh, to interpret that data in a way that a human does not have the capacity to regurgitate that information, you know, not not only uh, about a house, but or even every house on the street, but any house in the country, and, mm-hmm. and so that that's what started everything for me. Asking, wow, what if I could do this for real estate? So, so to your point, yeah, I do believe when I spoke to Nick and the team, and I was just like, you know, I, I think that you know, Alexa, you know, you know, you start talking about general type, you know, uh, intelligent assistants. Siri, Apple, etc. But I think if we really, really, really want to impact uh, the voice community, the voice industry, uh, I think we're going to probably need to see more companies uh, that focus domain and become more domain specific. Yeah, and and I, I, I mean, I think that's great. I think it's honestly, I think it's kind of courageous throwing yourself out there like that and trying to be the first one in the uh, in the real estate market. Mm-hmm. Um, my only question is, are you an Alabama college football fan? Roll Tide, baby. 
Okay. I yeah. know you're, I know you're from, uh, I know you're from Mobile. So I got a buddy. Yeah. I got a buddy that worships uh, at the, the uh, Auburn colors. Don't tell anybody that. Please don't, don't tell them. <laughs> <laughs> I colors. don't know. Hey, I don't know if anybody's listening, but I may have spilled the beans there. But uh, I got a buddy. I got a buddy that I go to I, that I work with, and he worships at the uh, that the church at the Church of Nick Saban. And <laughs> yeah. to and to really jab him, what I do is I call him the Alabama Gamecocks. <laughs> and I'm like, how the Gamecocks doing? I'm like, are they undefeated? He's like, yeah, I'm watching them right now. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But uh, but exactly. no, I uh, I I thought it was uh, I thought it was cool because I was looking over some of your bio and and you know Mobile is such of a such of a beautiful place and a beautiful mm-hmm. part of the country and yeah. um and yeah it, it it's cool. Um, Ben, you got anything? Yeah, I, I mean, I I have a ton of questions, obviously, in regards to like your you know your your uh, your business strategy and you know it's, you know your background actually it, it's I, what I was reading about was was teaching, so you know I, I'm I'm assuming that you're going to be leveraging um you know voice and and having all these data points and and, and and ability to you know give this information to people is more of like a teaching process for you know new home buyers or you know anyone that's trying to get into real estate in general. So, you know how 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 has voice uh, helped you in that regard and then. The second up to that is like I'm sure you have agents that are in, in the out there as well. And I was reading on one of your Forbes article, you know, you know, one of your three pillars was, you know, agency support, technology and training. And I'm guessing that kind of goes back to your teaching background too, a little bit as well. You know, and how have you leveraged voice and, and AI to, to kind of help both people on the front end customers and then also conversely uh, for your agents at the same time, too? Yeah, you know, that's an interesting question. Very comprehensive. The, the thing the thing about uh, my background, uh, being in education, being a school teacher, uh, um, and then you think of how do you, you know, meld all of that into a voice application. Um, I, I think it comes down to one word, and that's the persona. So I, I think when all of us put together our assistants, uh, uh, um, and, and and trust me, I, I will never re- refer to our to DOS as a bot. I think there's a distinct difference. Uh, DOS is an intelligent assistant. But the thing is, is the persona of DOS is educational. Um, The persona of DOS uh, uh, is empathy. The the persona of DOS is uh, in a a, a tonality of, of trying to understand and meet you at your individual point of need. We, we gotta, Kind of keep in mind the whole nature of, of these intelligent assistants, and, and and truth be told, it, it's it's to humanize and mobilize data in a different way, mm-hmm. and, and and so. But when I look at our competitors, and I refuse to advertise them, uh, but we all know the top you know search engines out there uh, uh, throughout the country, and, and the reality of it is, is that they all have these graphical user interfaces, these boxes you have to check. Um, mm-hmm. And it's very stoic. It's, it's, and anytime you tell me you, you have um, pre-filtered boxes, that's telling me you have a limited output. And so mm-hmm. how do we create this, this persona that has the uh, inclination to uh, have empathy with you if it doesn't understand what you're saying? Um, it mm-hmm. has a tonality of wanting to educate you, um, mm-hmm. 
one of our statements that I'll be honest with you, we, we hijacked from, from Steve Jobs, which I think one of the most brilliant things he ever said when he was really trying to get people to imagine what he was talking about, just a rock star uh, in that era. And, and But he said, you know what? It's like having a thousand songs in your pocket. And, and so we, we when we think of our assistant, we, we're thinking of, you know what? It, it's like it's like having a real estate agent in your pocket, you know, mm -hmm. in your smartphone. And, and so what do you want from that realtor? You want somebody that's educational, that's, you know, accurate. We're talking about the largest, you know, purchase uh, of most people's lives, you know? Mm -hmm. And so we do have to take this educational tonality, empathy approach, and we want to make sure that DOS embodies that. That's great. Yeah. Now the name DOS does that stand for anything? Digital on-demand software systems. Oh, I like okay. it. I like yes. it. So, uh, uh, got to be honest. Uh, uh, we 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 were, uh, you know, you think of the DOS in IBM, uh, uh, Microsoft days, and DOS systems, and of course we added an extra S on it. We uh, have been fortunate enough to work with the team over at IBM, their developers and engineers, and. Uh, Watson, uh, two two of my uh, my two lead guys uh, uh, on our team come come from Watson. One of them from the garage. So we're very fortunate and lucky for the team that we have that that understands uh, uh, from the inside and hands on and in uh, solving problems with with IBM Watson. So I'm I'm very lucky with the team I have at Dawson. Nice, dude. That's awesome. So how big it if um. If you don't mind me asking, when will the DOS actually make its debut? Um, I thought I saw something that said February. Is that true? Yeah, yeah February 8th. Actually, that's the day of my birthday. This is going to be a gift to myself. It's been ah. a long It's been a journey. Now. And uh, so, interesting enough, uh, um, so um, are, are you guys able to play a, a YouTube video and your viewers are able to see it? Uh, I think we're able to play it. I don't know how to work the sound. I'm not. I'm no not worries. No worries. And, and, and I was gonna, you know, say, hey, you know, show it to them so they could actually see uh, a version that we released three and a half years ago, uh, mm -hmm. um, and um, it was really cool. Truth be told, it was stratosphere. It would be today, but it was too early. Admittedly, yeah. so it was too early. Uh, um, uh, you could literally pull out your mobile device and say, hey, DOS, show me all the houses for sale in any crack and crevice of the United States. Show this mm -hmm. house between this price point, uh, this zip code, these features, and it'll show it to you right in your phone. And, and, and then you could drill it down. You can say, okay, great. How about in schools that have high rankings? How about, and you could just drill your query down to, you know, as infinite as possible. So it's not a demand command center. It, it actually is conversational. That's really cool. Uh, I was thinking like, you know, we're, we're going through that same process right now. And we're like being very nitpicky about certain things like, oh, it's, there's, a, there's a bus stop in front of the house or something like that. Was it, was it, was it a situation where like, oh, I don't want to be, uh, I don't want a, a bus stop in front of the house. And you would be able to add that to your criteria. And then the, the, you would really be able to get to know the user that much more and more intimately. Yeah, see, that's a great question because when, when we think of our competitors, we, we, we try to take inventory and, and look at all the available data sets. Mm -hmm. Our competitors, you, you know, and I'm talking about, again, real estate search engines, only show about 40 to 45 percent of the available right. data, and, and, and which requires 
that if you have a user that wants to know anything about any given property, mm-hmm. they may have to go to four or five different websites. Case in point, right. we just had a client who contracted on a property, has three beautiful girls, come to find out there was a reg- two registered sex offenders on the street. If they That's knew not that, good. Yes, right? And if they knew that in advance, they wouldn't have wasted the time writing an earnest money check, giving yep. it to their agent, their agent yeah. in a contract, contract goes to the title company, just for them to find out a day or two later, and that was a deal for it. Yeah. Right, rightfully so, rightfully so. Yeah. But with us, they could have easily said, hey, Dawson, are there any sex offenders in this neighborhood? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, there are questions that they could ask. Here's the other thing, the reason why I say Dawson's an intelligent assistant and not a chatbot is because we, we use all of the artificial intelligences. The thing about our competitors is that they don't use the data in the pictures via image recognition. So Dawson mm-hmm. puts all of that in even image recognition. You know how much data is locked into every picture of every property? So Benjamin, to your exactly to your point, hey, uh, show me a house that has natural light, high ceilings, that goes above and beyond your standard features that these other search sites that they don't show, right? And so we wanted to be able to unlock all the data sets that really, really gives the user a rich experience to be able to go above and beyond and deep dive and mm-hmm. find exactly the house they're looking for instead of having to go scroll through 600 general, uh, uh, um, you know, searches results. Yeah, yeah. No, those are, those aggregation points are, I think, where you know people that that's going to be critical to anyone's search in the future, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, there's just going to be, you want to know the complete picture. What's the neighborhood like? Really get intimate with it. Exactly. So, but the, the, the next, the next question I have for you is a little bit of a pivot. Now, now you're in the house and I, I, I was, I was watching a few other videos that you, that you put out there. Okay. Smart homes and, uh, home security that are that are already in the house ready to go uh you know how are you how are you leveraging any of these smart smart home systems already and then um is that is that something that you look for in any of the you know uh in any of the criteria you're looking for in in um so, selling homes so the, the thing about the smart home and, and 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 the thing that we love one of the companies we partnered with uh nationwide is adt okay. uh and you guys saw uh i'll say a few weeks back uh, Google threw $450 million into ADT. Mm-hmm. And, and so, um, and we're working with Google. And so we, we, we DOS is AI agnostic, right? And, and, and our development. So we're, we're not, we're, we're using the best of, of a few different, you, you know, um, you know, AIs because the objective is to kind of create this Voltron if you will, right? You know, <laughs> I remember Voltron. Uh, uh, yep. And, and, and um, but, but eventually DOS will be able to, um, you know, help the consumer control their house. It, our, our objective and our approach to this is not just a search engine, but to create a do engine a recommendation mm-hmm. engine in addition to that, right? Uh, so I can, I can actually instruct DOS also, just like Alexa and Google, uh, uh, I can instruct DOS to also lock the doors and turn on the lights and right. uh, set my security system and do my thermostat. 
Now, DOS is designed to uh, uh, address the entire life cycle of home ownership, not just sales. How can we mm -hmm. service the home and everything in and around that? And that's what our mm -hmm. objective is with our, with our system. That's really cool. That's really amazing. Do you see like, uh, you know, you talked about uh, AI agnostic. Do you see in the future? Hey, uh, DeepMind, uh, DeepMind's asking uh, Big Blue, what do you think about this area? What do you think about this? And then they have these conversations kind of back and forth. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> yeah, that, that would be interesting to see, you know, different assistants having dialogue with each other. Right. It'll be, it'll be, uh, we'll do the, the quick uh, the, the version of uh, the South Park episode where uh, Alexa talks to Google Home. <laughs> so the, one of the questions that I had was, are you going to plan on releasing a skill and or an, a Google action to sort of like act as a gateway to the actual DOS platform? No, no. no. Um, we're we're no. mobile first. Mm -hmm. uh, we're, we're mobile first. And, okay. and we, we honestly haven't uh, totally decided yet on, on smart speakers. Mm -hmm. um, this may, uh, if you listen to the interview, Nick, and this may uh, set everybody's ears on fire, but we, we would literally have to dumb DOS down uh, at the stage that smart speakers are at today. We're able to do so much more with DOS by being moved that wow. we would actually have to water it down to create skills and put it into smart speakers because now we're at the mercy and the advancement or lack thereof of their platform. Whereas mm -hmm. what we're building and creating, we could be God and then some with it. We could really do some cool things that smart speakers have limitations. And so we're not totally there yet of wanting to water down that experience and we would rather not rush it. We would rather smart speakers get smarter, if that's okay to say, uh, uh, or, or maybe one day you will see a golf speaker, who knows? But, but the thing- <laughs> I like that. You know, yeah. That's kind of where we're at today, who knows? Well, I can tell you this right now, in any healthy market, you need uh, a number one, a number two, and a number three. And I don't think yeah. Apple anytime soon is going to be that alternative. So maybe DOS could step in and be that alternative because yeah. I got to be honest with you. I, I, I don't know who's cashing the checks over there at Apple and, and maybe I shouldn't get into this, but I was a little bit disappointed with that Apple mini. I'm like, what is this thing? <laughs> yeah. You know, you know and, and it's kind of getting what, you know, you're right. Nick and I talked about is that you, you, you kind of got to respect these verticals because they all have an agenda. Yeah, yeah. You know? and, and and they are building all of their assistance in, in the direction you know of, of that agenda. And so, you know, if you're really really trying to create something special, you have to look at the strengths of each of these uh, uh, conglomerates, and and then you have to be able to pull what you believe when it comes to your use case, what will further uh, uh, your use case and, and, and your development. And, and that's what we kind of have to think about. And that's what we did at DOS. Again, I have a very smart team around what we're doing and that helped make some a lot of the decisions uh, for us in that regard. 
so as far as going mobile, you guys will be on the app store and on uh, the Google Play store. Yeah. And also probably what the Samsung Samsung uses Google Play, right? That's who they use. Uh, and, yes, Android. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Also, also the uh, the Amazon App Store. Uh, so if it's an Android app, it will run on Fire TV Cube. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty, or yeah. could. Yeah. yeah, just yeah, on the way awesome. that. Uh, yeah, they'll, if you're doing a, a an Android or an Alexa skill, it's really easy to get that onto Fire TV. So, so here's the deal. I'm kind of the, um, yeah, I'm kind of the, uh, what's up with these checks? The jokester. Really yeah. How, how do yeah. How do I get a check? How do I get a check from DOS? Right. See, that's the business side of it. So, you know, we, we really are trying to deliver on a promise of technology guys. Mm-hmm. And what's the promise of technology? Save us time and money. Mm-hmm. And, and, and DOS is a real estate, a digital real estate marketplace. So if we can better automate this process for the consumer and we can save time and money, why, mm-hmm. why not pass the savings on down to them? And that's what DOS is all about. And that's the reason why up top you saw to develop our mission statement to develop the best technology to make home ownership in America more affordable. And yep. we, we're, we're, we want to live that. We want to provide that value uh, to, to sellers that have the desire to preserve some of their hard earned equity. Uh, uh, and, and, you know, and truth be told, I really don't know if I buy into the notion, uh, I've sold a hundred thousand dollar house. I've sold a million dollar house. I don't, I didn't really work. I can say that much harder, but the guy who sold a hundred thousand dollar house paid six grand. And the guy who sold a million dollar house paid 60 grand. My, right. my, my objective is to provide a universal kick ass service. Mm-hmm. And I just want to be paid a fair price, and I think the seller should, you know, uh, want to receive great service at a fair price. And so, and who are those, uh, uh, the folks in the picture? Those pictures it, are those the those the actual that's quantifying the amount of money we save those clients. Oh wow! Through automation, so you got the uh, seller, the sellers pictured in there. Yeah. So there's a combination of buyers and sellers. Ah, okay. Wow. That's cool. It's a combination. Of yeah, yeah, that's real. Cool. So if, yeah. if, if, if DOS can answer all of their questions, if DOS can schedule a day and time for them to go look at the property, if we could better automate the, the realtor's job and save them time and money, mm-hmm. you, you know that that again, that's the goal here, and and let everybody win in this equation. We the we, again, real estate has struggled with innovation, uh, uh, to be honest with you, and, and so. That's the reason why the cost of it is still so high to transact, you know, but mm-hmm. if we get, if DOS can automate that process and connect all these dots, hey, DOS, uh, what's the difference between an FHA and a VA mortgage? How much do I have to put down? To, what, what is a conventional loan? You know, I'm a doctor. Are there, can I, when do I qualify for it? So all of these questions, right? If we could automate that, right? And, and and truth be told, the, the information and responses are canned responses. Give yep. the best response, provide that answer to the consumer. Boss, hey, can I put you in contact with a loan officer right now? Do you want me to put you in contact with a realtor? Yes, no. Okay, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, real quick, I was reading some more of your bio, and you said you were a fan of Halt and Catch Fire. Oh, man. Guys, have you seen that yet? 
Oh God, I love that show. Who's your favorite character? You 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 know, man. What is his name? I forget it. The most charismatic guy. He's Victor Newman of this movie, right? I mean, the sitcom, right? But oh, the uh, Joe McMillan, the tall guy, yeah, Lee Pace. Oh yeah. You know yeah. The, the, the thing I liked about Joe. Joe, in a lot of ways, in that was Steve Jobs. He, he wasn't a technology guy. You yep. know, Joe, Joe was the guy who I, I, in essence, see myself, you know, being similar to is the guy that I'm a non-technical founder. I'm the visionary, right? Yep. But I'm also the guy who's not the data scientist, but that can go speak like a truck driver to everybody else to get them to understand. Yep. Right? And that's what I liked about him. Very charismatic. Uh, saw things that other people didn't see. Cool things. Mm-hmm. Pulled the best out of people in a way that they didn't even see in themselves. And that's a lot of times my task with my team is to get them to see what I see and pull the best out of them and not allowing them to um, be average. And you know what was great about that show is the fact that it left at just the right time. It didn't. It, did. it didn't. It didn't weigh itself out or try to, you know, like, oh, we could squeeze one more season out of this. Like it, yeah. it ended after, I think it was four good seasons, four or five good seasons. It ended and it yes. ended good. And, and, you know, that's the other thing too. A lot of times these shows, and I know, I know this isn't a, uh, a TV, a TV show t- uh, podcast, but a lot of times shows let you down in the last season and Halt and Catch Fire did not. Yeah. It was good. It was strong. Yeah, I, I, I- and I loved it. It was. I did want to see them win. I, I for some reason I wanted to see them win in the end, and it, but in their own way they did win individually. Uh, yeah. I, I wanted yeah. them to win uh, at the end of the day. But hey. Yeah. Well, that reminds me. Of, you know, Silicon Valley. You ever watch that on HBO? I I watched it a few times. It, you know, I'm a bit of a, a serious nerd. I I, mm-hmm. I although I'm silly, but. It was a little silly for me at times, and, and although it had a splash of reality a lot of times of, you know, what it's really like. Um, I guess being in Houston in some ways, I really couldn't relate. Maybe if I was in Silicon Valley, I probably would have understood a lot of it. But so I, I tried. To, I just couldn't really get into it. Well, that uh, what point I was trying to make is is that that show had a. a and abysmal last season, like it sucked. And uh, really, I th- yeah, it was terrible. But um, you know, as far as you know, the entire series, you're like, okay, these these people are going to win. You know, it goes back to what you're saying. You want to see these people win. You want to see them be successful. Yeah. And they have an yeah. opportunity to, and it falls through the cracks one last time. And you're just like, really? I spent five, six years watching this for this. <laughs> I mean, at the exactly. end, I, you I, know, you want that. I, I mean, they kind of, they kind of blew it every season at some point. Like they, there was yeah. some kind of like massive mistake though, every right. single season. So yeah. it's like right. yeah, par for the course, I think for the, for that crew. <laughs> but, um, exactly. but yeah, Halt and Catch Fire, I think has that, has that, that sort of really like, like niche, like that. Um, and, it's sort of like it has its own it's like a time capsule almost from the t-shirts that they wore to this to the cars that they drove to everything even the social events that took place everything had a place in in that series and it was like a, a nice time capsule of 1980 to 1994 and 
I'm almost afraid to go back and rewatch it because I'm afraid it's not going to live up to what I experienced the first time around. But I I think I I might have to. That's like when I, uh, I felt that way when I watched better off dead recently, I was like, Oh, I love this movie. And then I watch it again. I'm like, Oh, Whoa, like the timing. Yeah, yeah. The timing was, I felt like it was so good. Yeah. You know, John, John Q said. Yes. <laughs> well, Bobby, Bobby I, I was really moved by a statement that you made. I think it was in the Houston uh, agent uh, interview that you, that, you, that you did. And there was, a, um, there was a comment that you made that I really felt was pretty wonderful. And in addition to some other things you were saying, you were saying, uh, that you uh, appreciated your small contribution to home ownership in America. And I see a pattern here with uh, the team building and the concept you've mentioned many times about empathy. I think that's really fantastic uh, because I think there's just always a risk that technology turns the world into either tools or things that can be processed with tools. Mm-hmm. We're, we're human beings yeah. and yeah. you know we run the risk of putting making our uh, the world environment that we live in incompatible with what makes life worth living and so it's yeah. up to people that make the that work on the technology to to remember the importance of of those key traits like empathy and i just wondered if you uh would talk a little bit more about that uh the role of of technology with a human keeping uh, you know the human aspects as a forefront moving forward yeah so you know interesting enough my 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 bachelor studies was vocational rehabilitation which is a form of counseling right hmm. and so my minor my minor was in psychology and sociology my my first masters was in special education my second master's was in education administration. I taught kids who had learning disabilities. Yeah, there's a profound sense of empathy that has to come uh, and patience that has to come with that, right? Mm-hmm. But, you know, that leads me into a statement, uh, AJ, that I had with stratospheric experience with, with Bob Berg, who's, who wrote, wrote the beautiful book called Go Giver just like go-getter, but go-giver. So I had this mentor conversation with him. And it was pretty interesting as we talked about DOS and what we're seeking to accomplish. And then he made this statement. He said, Bobby, I really want your company to be great. Do do you know what great companies do? And I was like, "I'm, I'm listening, give it to me. And he said, Great companies make people feel good about themselves. You need to figure out how DOS can make people feel good about themselves. Hmm. And you know, the next thing you know, a few weeks after that, I started really paying attention because he asked me the question, tell me a real estate brand. Tell me a real estate major company that makes people feel good good about themselves. And I struggled with that answer. I admittedly, so I struggled with that answer. But I, after that, I took inventory and I started watching these commercials different. And you know, the company that stuck out consistently that had a make people feel good message 
It was Amazon. If you watch commercials right now, you know what Amazon does right? They're not selling. They're telling you how they're helping people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're actually having a make you feel good marketing campaign. Mm-hmm. And when you watch everybody else, they got these corny ass, I'm trying to sell you something through the back door field. Mm-hmm. And yep. so I think we all, in what we're doing, uh, we have to understand unequivocally who our client is and what we're trying to accomplish. And if you could really, really, really get over yourself and try to tap into what really matters, which is people, from black to white to Hispanic to LGBTQ to no matter what, if you try to understand people and you create your intelligent assistant with those things in mind, I think you're on your way to creating something very special. I think we are as well, because we have to have those conversations so we won't end up with a biased intelligent assistant that doesn't provide the empathy that the world needs right now. Mm-hmm. Well said, well said. Beautiful. I think that's great. Wonderful. Um, so Bobby, we're, uh, coming up on about an hour and five minutes and, uh, yes, just sir. have one question left. Uh, I don't know if you ever heard in the green room, but this is a pretty tough question. We ask of everybody that comes on. Have, have you subscribed to uh voice park on, uh, on YouTube? Yes, sir. Done. Okay. Boom. Right there on. we go. We got it. <laughs> Man, that was that was quick. You you rattled that off quick. again. Again, we're trying to get to that thousand subscriber mark. Um, but that was quick. I, I, I think Bobby doesn't mess around. He's like he's he like doesn't. <laughs> he, knew, he knew. He was like, I'm going to double check this. Um, I do right, want right. to ask one more one <laughs> yes. more question. Um, yes, your headshot was that professionally <laughs> done? So. I have a gentleman, uh, uh, yeah, I had a guy uh, in Houston. He does a rock star job. He actually does uh, uh, politicians. Oh, wow. And so when I saw the job that he did, I was like, I need this guy to make me look better than I really look. So I'm going to go ahead and get him to, you know, uh, focus on (laughs) this side right here and get it. I'm going to shave all this gray Santa Claus stuff off and and get me. he, 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 He did a great job. I'm going to tell you what, man. I mean, like, I look at that. I'm like, man, this this dude's in control of something. I don't know what he's running, but he's running something. Like, I mean, it. It, it did his job. There you go. Yeah, Bobby. So, uh, I something's been uh, pinging around back in my mind is, yeah. How does a gentleman go from uh, watching uh, Watson on Jeopardy to then building software with the people at IBM? that worked on Watson. Oh man, you know what? AJ, crazy story. So I, I'm, I'm an energy guy. I believe in the universe. I, I believe, you know, I'm Apollo Carrero guy, you know, uh, uh, omens, I, I'm just that guy, you, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you put it in universe, put it in the universe. And all of a sudden, one particular day, I'm, I'm, I had to fly, I had to go speak um, on the East Coast. Me and this guy are riding first class. And we're sitting in the first class seat going to death. And it was one of those, hey, so what do you do? What, what, what do you do? 
And I'm like, hey, you know, I'm in real estate and I'm actually, uh, man, I just got to see an IBM Watson, Jeopardy, da, da, da. I'm trying to, you know, I, you know, and that was kind of cool. And he said, you know what? I'm just coming from New York. I work for IBM Watson. You need to see your suitcase. And I was like, get the fuck out of here. And that's how it worked. And, and, uh, and, and so he, uh, he said, they're looking for use cases right now, this, that, and the other. And this was in 2013. Something like that. Yeah, this was in 2013. Two years after I saw it on television. Wow. I submitted my information and it took IBM two years to contact me because they were still building it out for commercial usage, right? And they called me and they said, literally, hey, Bobby, this is Amy with IBM Watson. I said, are you calling me because of I submitted my real estate company? And she was like, yes. I said, hold on one second. I ran down the street and screamed like a little girl. And... uh, (laughs) And I and I and I came and I came back and I said, okay, I'm ready. What's going on? And she said, we love your use case, this, that, and the other. We want to talk to you about second base with it. So we talk, 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 talk. Next thing you know, we entered into what they call a developmenters agreement. Mm-hmm. Um, they gave us the whole entire Watson treasure trove of, of, of you know APIs and everything, and said we have 45 days to create an MVP. We did that. They freaking loved it. Knocked it out the park and. Literally in January, we went back and forth and became a powered by Watson partner, and uh, things evolved, and then it became with Watson, and you know, so that that's the story. That's how wow it all started. Yeah, that's, that's inspiring. That's inspiring. Yes. It, it reminds us to uh, not forget because that was like a really good example of preparedness meeting that opportunity. If you if you didn't yes. bring that thing up at that moment, if your mind would have been wandering on some other subject, that opportunity. And the minute that I got off that airplane, and I mean the minute I got off that airplane and got home, I submitted my use case. Um, and this is how it worked back then, right? You know, but I submitted, you know, this is seven years ago to think about that now, but that's that's how it worked. And and we, so in other words, I'm trying to say, long story short is, DOS isn't a new idea that just popped up a year ago, you know, or two years mm-hmm. ago. We, mm-hmm. we, 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 incubated and and built and have been very methodical and strategic uh in our approach and and uh this is this is seven years coming yeah fantastic and and you know what's uh and you know what i can't wait for i can't wait for voice launch because you're going to be a part of that too and i think that's going to be great to to have you up there and um and to be actually you know um talking about this because it's it, it it's fascinating and as a person who's going to be buying a home in a couple months uh yeah. i'm go i'm probably going to use this service to see uh how i can how you know what are the schools good in this area yeah you know exactly. are there any registered sex offenders stuff like that so exactly. i think um i think it's great but uh but with that said again thank you very much bobby for being on our show thank you bobby if you, if you could uh, stand by, we'll come back to you real quick. Um, so don't leave. We're just going to bounce you out for a second and uh, say a bunch of nice things about you and then uh, do our <laughs> outro. Yes, sir. Thanks, Bobby. All right. Well, that was cool. That was really cool. Really, really yeah. cool. 
uh, all the data points, man. Oh gosh, can you imagine just like all the like all the information you have at your disposal? Um, and you know, to to the point that he was making, you know, this is. I mean, and we're gonna go through this too, Nick. I don't think you're in the same boat. We're. Mm-hmm. It's one of the biggest purchases of your life. Why not have yeah. as much information at your disposal as possible? And I think a lot of those, a lot of the sites and a lot of the uh, other uh, pieces that are out there right now just don't don't bring that DOS. Yeah, uh, it really connects when when he's uh, thinking about uh, DOS uh, being, uh, you know, adequate for people to trust to turn to with this important decision, mm-hmm. and then even extending it into helping them manage the home after they've got it. That totally. That when he said the word persona, that see persona, you could think of it like just the affectations, the way somebody speaks, what their voice sounds like, what their demeanor is. But persona is like all of it, right? And I, that's the first time I'm. I mean, it's not a new idea that a brand would have a persona. That's what a spokesperson is. But for him to make that connection, that that to associate a persona with a particular field, that is gonna work. Mm-hmm. all the rest of spokesperson and representational things that work for people with other products and industries have worked it'll carry forward it was really totally. innovative. yeah, yeah. Um, so rounding out tonight's show I do want to say talk socket talk socket time. the talk one socket. last time support yep. and uh, let's go over there real quick because I wanted to show people this that is what we were talking about earlier, the keychain attachment thing, and I think that is going to be cool. So, if um, uh, I'm probably going to get one, well, I'm getting one, and I'm putting it on the keychain attachment, and I'm going to use it on the keychain because I think that's going to be awesome. Uh, I'm not; it, it, it's just the versatility, right? Mm-hmm. You got it on the back of your phone; it's one thing. If but if you got it hanging over your. Uh, you know your your lanyard on your on your vest while you're hiking, or if you got it on your keychain, it's you know that's awesome. Yeah, you got to go outside do some gardening. Uh, yeah, wherever you got to go, just there's gonna be places where you don't you, you don't want to have your hands full and you don't have a power outlet for a full on Echo device. That's exactly right, and this will help you get there. So as always, go ahead search Talk Socket online, and you will come up to their website while you're on there check out their Kickstarter campaign and find out how you can back them. And with that being said, that's going to conclude tonight's show. Here's the outro.